This Beef Market Update podcast is brought to you by UFA, your herd care specialists. UFA believes better herd care means better herd health. Visit ufa.com for everything you need to care for your livestock. I am your host, Lindsay Smith. All right, we are bringing in Anne Wasco of the Gateway Livestock Exchange. It is time for the Beef Market Update. Welcome here, Anne. Thanks, Lindsay. This is, uh, okay, I haven't talked to you in about a month. I like that we're doing this more often. Um, but I missed a lot. So maybe we'll, we'll start, we'll unpack some of what I missed. Um, where are we at with prices? Let's go through those first south of the border. <laughs> well, th- th- just to start off, Lindsay, um, I'm, I'm sort of wishing that maybe I'd missed a lot. It's been a tough week, mm-hmm. to be very blunt with you, um, in, in, in the cattle markets. Um, kind of doesn't matter where you are, um, north or south. But yeah, let's, let's lead off with the prices. U.S. cash, uh, in the southern part of the U.S. this week, we're going to call it four to five lower than last week. That's at 180 to 181. In the north, uh, feeding regions, uh, the live market was down four bucks, uh, also that 180 to 181 and five bucks lower dressed at that 287 delivered. And again, as I've uh, alluded to, um, led by a, another big down in the cattle future. Sean and I talked about one a couple weeks ago. <clears throat> and um, after the bearish on feed report, and it seems like uh, we just continue to not be able to get out from that dark cloud. So just a comparison, even from last Friday, Lindsay, December live cattle, and, and this is to, to Thursday night because it hasn't opened yet when mm-hmm. we're doing this call. But December live cattle off 10 bucks US from a week ago. Wow. They're off 18 bucks 100 from their September high. And roll out to a, Feb- a 2024 contract. February, for example, is down $11 from last Friday mm. and 21 bucks off the September high. So a big, these aren't small changes no. I'm talking about. And if, if, yeah, if somebody's got cattle on feed, um, there, there's, there's been a big impact. And again, the big, um, the bearish report from three weeks ago in the U.S., you know, the big placement numbers, it's, it's, it's showing that there's more cattle against Q1 to 24, and, and mm-hmm. so markets are trying to figure things out. But the other thing that's just continuing to happen here is over the last uh, few weeks is the, the choice cutout or the cutout, the, that wholesale price. It keeps moving lower, and this is usually when we've got a pretty strong seasonal increase to the, to the wholesale price. So the fact that it's going the opposite direction as uh, expectations has meant the market has, for several reasons, um, economy, outside influences, you name it, um, has lost confidence. It's never a, a good sign when a price starts moving against the seasonal average when it hits your pocketbook. It, yeah, it rarely yeah. goes and, the other and- way. Let's put it that way. It does. And especially when some things are, you know, very solid seasonals. Yeah. Um, and, and it's not just at south of the border. Um, here in Western Canada, fed cattle prices last this week were three bucks lower dressed. So we're down to 387 delivered. And um, packers, to me, look like they're pretty comfortable with inventory. Some are, you know, now buying cash cattle out into the second half of December. So that means um, if you're a seller into this market, your bargaining position you've, or the leverage piece, however you want to call it, certainly is, um, you know, in you're in a in a tough spot. Mm-hmm. And same thing, uh, you know, looking for when that might improve. Uh, we've got big, we've had big placements. We've talked about that even here in Western Canada. So there's it's not like numbers are going to get smaller in the first quarter of next year. So, well, it, it it does surprise me, I suppose, and I it'd be great to have your insight into. I mean, this is we we did see that incredible run up 
in in prices. You know, for the first time in a long time, hearing you know the cow calf sector really excited about the prices that they're getting. Are, are we surprised this has flipped so quickly on these bigger picture numbers, or did we see that some of these indications were signaling that this could happen? Well, I think on the supply side, um, it is what it is. We've certainly, and Sean and I talked about this two weeks ago, we can, you can move numbers around. The drought has meant we've placed cattle sooner and things like that. Record prices brings cattle to town and we're placing more heifers. And, you know, all of those pieces that, you know, could have been one way or the other have certainly been to the way of more cattle on feed. But at some point it means less. But that's obviously now that, that can's been kicked down the road a ways. So that piece, I guess the big question that we're all looking at and wondering about and, and always do because it's tough to predict, but it's the demand piece. Mm-hmm. And that's where I think um, there's, there's starting to feel like and build more concern around the demand side. You know, we know um, retail prices are high, uh, especially on the beef front um, and, and especially compared to some of the other competing proteins. Um, do you want to run through some of those yeah, prices? I yeah, know you had a recent uh, experience. I, I did. And so, so yeah, before, before we move on to a few other things, this is, this is one of the things that I'm noticing. And of course, this is very localized. It's anecdotal, but just this past week, I went into a grocery store, uh, this for equivalent amounts of protein, so this was just a ground product for beef was $14 for pork. It was $6 and 20 cents. How as a, yeah. as someone buying groceries, am I choosing beef? That's a tough one. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then that match is kind of what stats can release their last retail data for Canada. Um, and beef prices in September were 7% higher than last year. Pork was down six. Mm. And chicken was no change. And that's just taking the month of September. Yeah. So um, and that trend's kind of been going on um, all this year. So, you know, I think there's various things going on, but certainly um, that, that consumer piece and the demand piece is something we're going to have to watch closely. Mm-hmm. Now, we did see perhaps some good news on the feeder side, a, a teeny little glimmer uh, with the WASDE report coming out. Not good news for our corn producer, but maybe maybe a glimmer of good news for someone who's feeding cattle. Yeah, for sure. Um, so another report this week out of the U.S. on the U.S. corn crop, and uh, it is certainly pointing towards, uh, you know, bigger yield and bigger production, thereby uh, lower prices ahead. And that that's certainly going to help for that 2024 cost of gain, um, whether you're a um, pork producer or a cattle producer. So that's going to support. And I think really, if you're looking at the cash feeder market, even here in, in Western Canada this week, um, you know, right up to the to the most recent numbers I've seen is they've been holding very solid. Um, mm-hmm. So even though we talked about all this negativity and lower prices on the, on the front end and the feeders uh, and, or the futures, um, it certainly hasn't been affecting them. Okay. So moving to, uh, we do have a report out later today. That's going to look at Canadian numbers of cattle on feed. What's the expectation of this report? Yeah, well, Canfax does release their November 1st um, cattle on feed report for Western Canada later today. So we're going to get a better look at the the placements in October. But, you know, judging on what we've seen going through auction markets, um, we're going to say that it's going to be a pretty active number. And then on the other side of the coin, we also know how many cattle. <clears throat> we've been watching the weekly harvest rates in, in Canada for fed cattle, and they've been they've been slower. So I think between bigger placements and smaller marketings, their report this afternoon is probably going to show that our on-feed numbers on November 1 are still above a year ago. And it's only been the last couple of months that we've seen that kind of situation occurring. So we'll see. We'll report that back next time we chat. Um, and then just to kind of 
yeah, I guess the, part of the pieces that we don't always clearly know is that live cattle trade piece. So right. did more fed cattle move to the U.S.? And so StatsCan did come out with um, their September numbers. It's always delayed or lagged. But fed cattle exports were certainly up in September. And I think that's, you know, part of that is the big basis, negative basis levels mm-hmm. that we've got in Western Canada, more cattle making their way into the U.S. So they were up 37% in September. Year to date, they're up 10. So more fat cattle heading south. On the feeder cattle side, it's been quiet until September. And then we saw big, big exports. Uh, they were double versus last September. Year to date, they're still down, but it was interesting to see the action in September. And then mm-hmm. just to finish up on the last category of slaughtered cows, um, also, up until lately, or up until this last report, packers in Canada had been doing really um, strong strong work to keep the cow- cows in Canada for slaughter, but slaughter cow exports in September were also up 12%. So, you know, just an indication of how fluid that border can be. You know, when we've got big supplies here, um, we certainly need that um, that exit or, or point for, for excess supplies to move into. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those reminders, of course, that uh, this is how cattle move with Canada and the U.S. Exactly. Sometimes they come north, Vice sometimes president. they go south. Yes. All right. Next time we'll talk about feeder cattle imports. So, right. yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Well, Anne, uh, definitely plenty of things to watch for. I'm sorry it's been such a bad week. I hope next time we talk, it's much, much happier. Let's try. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thanks so much, Anne. Okay. We'll be back with more Real Ag Radio right after this. This episode of the Beef Market Update podcast was brought to you by UFA. Check out their flyer at ufa.com for deals on what you need to care for your herd and more.